All right, so as we go into this episode that is titled Unhook from the Matrix and 3D Distortions, I want to give a bit of a different introduction um, because it needs it. So this conversation is with Pilar Lesko. Pilar has been my spiritual mentor for the past few months, and we go into the story of you know how we met and how it was divinely orchestrated for us to meet and for her to mentor me and really so many different activations and I'm so grateful for her. You'll hear why it's been so beneficial for me and why I want to give a different introduction for this is because a lot of you believe or have practiced, you know, self-healing, personal development, shadow work, uh, plant medicine, these types of things. So this conversation is going to give you a different perspective on those things. We're not saying that they're bad. We're not saying that you should not do them, but we're giving you a different perspective on manifesting, on the virtue of like helping people and trying to save the world, on healing, like trying to heal and fix ourselves, like the growth, the like personal growth that we go through, masculine and feminine energies, and even using social media and how we can use it differently with business and so many different things. So this is going to open you up to a completely new perspective. If you've been listening for the past month or two, I've given some hints and dropped a couple of episodes that discuss some of some of these things, but Pilar masterfully explains it and dives into it and we really converse about it and we get detailed into it. So buckle up. This is going to, oh man, just, it's going to benefit you immensely, infinitely. So I'll let you dive into it. And if you haven't already, please make sure you subscribe and follow and rate and review on Apple Podcasts. If you have an iPhone, you know, subscribe, all the things that, you know, all the channels and podcasts tell you to do. But if this is a special episode, if this is a special podcast for you, and if you haven't left a review already, it would really mean the world. So I appreciate it in advance. And it helps the show get recommended and seen by other amazing souls like you who are on the path of awakening and embracing themselves, embracing the truth of how amazing they are. And if you feel called, um, do- donations through PayPal are also offered. So if you any amount of donation, we appreciate deeply. Thank you so much for being here. Cue the intro and let's go. Welcome to the Feeling Free Podcast. My name is Ben Harris, also known as the Fear Guy. My job is to help you feel more free in your life with love and relationships, self-worth, and much more. I'm happy you're here. I love you. I believe in you. Let's break free from fear together. Today we have someone near, incredibly near and dear to my heart, uh, a spiritual mentor, so, but so much more than that. Um, The one who's created this space for me to activate my own divinity. So beyond any words and also any identities. Pilar Lesko, how are you? Hi. (laughs) (laughs) I'm well. Yeah, I Mm -hmm. feel good. I feel feel like this is the first, well, I shouldn't say that, that I'm I'm excited to be on this podcast because it's yours. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that means a lot. What's in the intro? I gave you a brief introduction, and and the best way I lo- 
how I like to get to know people is just by listening to them, not some, what we would call like matrixy, like here's your list of accomplishments, you know, <laughs> but for you, what, what's just like a quick tidbit for people just to get a slight feel before we dive deep into it of who you are and all those fun things. Right now I'm feeling like I'm really getting in touch with and unifying with and merging with the level of myself that doesn't have any veils. Mm -hmm. So when I say veils, like at this point for me, they're much more subtle. So there's no need to, um, there's no attachment to like things I've done in my business or like systems I've worked in or like any of it, like healing, human design, astrology, um, like all of that's just gone. Hmm. And I just feel really in touch with like who I be as a creator and how that is infinite and limitless. My costume right now <laughs> is like consciousness and energy, like mad genius <laughs> wizard. <laughs> yeah, that's a good description. And I, and I mm -hmm. love that because so to like what you can already tell, <clears throat> right, is like when you say the word costume, like identity, right, of in this humanness, what am I like, because what you said before is, you know, the astrology, the human design, all the other things that you've done, but that's not like necessarily who you are. So the costume you, you're wearing now is that energetic mad genius and how do you how do you define veils like what is a veil to put it simply so <laughs> i'm gonna probably push you on simplifying some of these terms <laughs> that you that you use just like that's good that's good for me i need here that. there yeah um okay so caveat is that they can function in like from very dramatic to very subtle ways. And I think the important piece around veils is it's not that veils are wrong or bad. Nothing is. It's when we've become attached to seeing ourselves as the veils. So like a veil is just, it would function in a bunch of different ways for different people. For some people, like the veil of, um, well, let me just use me as an example. I knew I was aware that I was going to have to put certain veils on in my business to, for people to even like find me and resonate with me. Yep. But I knew what I was doing and I knew who I was behind them. Mm. So I guess in this sense, we could just call a veil, um, an identity attachment, but there's a difference between someone who's unconsciously veiling themselves and someone who's consciously veiling themselves because they know that's what they need to do at that level of the game. Okay. That makes sense. And we'll get deeper into all, all, all these fun things, um, which it doesn't sound like it, but we're just easing into it, which is kind of funny. Um, <laughs> but uh, so I would love to um, talk about how, how we met in this lifetime. Are you cool with that? Yeah. So, so I'll tell a quick story. <laughs> so um, it was, I think it was September. To, I'm not sure if we met in September, but it was September 2020. 
and I had just launched or announced that I was starting this, my first group coaching course. And it was about like releasing fear to attract abundance slash money. And it wasn't going how my ego wanted it to go. Like not a lot, not a lot, a lot of signups were happening easily, organically and naturally. Um, so I Googled the literal phrase, how to do business as a projector. And for those who don't know what that means, a projector is a human design type, which you already mentioned. I've done a po- I've one or two podcasts about that. So people should generally know what that is at least. And we are, and we are different and you are also a projector. So I think, so the second or third video I watched was a podcast interview with you. So with Pilar about the exact thing about how projectors can do business differently because we are so different in our energy type and how we expect ex- expend energy. Um, and so I dove into your website and I read, it was the article about, was it what you wrote about how you made $50,000 in a month? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, so, but the crazy thing about the article was it was so different, right? Then it wasn't like, here's how to make like 10 tips to make 10K, you know, or like something like that. <laughs> it was so, it was just different. And I've never really felt called to work um, with someone closely because I felt like I could always either quickly like soak it in from watching videos or just a quick conversation or like I just things just like click pretty like I download it pretty easily and so and as we've talked about before like working with a coachy coach has never been my jam either and that's initially why I didn't like it took me I think a while to get into like the quote-unquote coaching world is because I didn't like the cheesiness of it or whatever so anyway, long story short, I filled out, filled out a form and also that form was a long ass form, which was also very different than most people are just like, let me hurry and get you in the door so I can, you know, but I had to spend like 30 minutes probably filling out that thing, mm-hmm. which is wonderful. Um, so that's a quick story. Do you have anything you want to add to that? I know that's mostly my perspective, <laughs> all my perspective. But. Um. You applied to work with me right around my birthday. Mm-hmm. And when I saw your name on the form, I just knew that I knew you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it was, it was a cool like timestamp anchor moment in my business too, because you and a whole a whole group of clients or divine appointments all sort of showed up at the same time at like like it was the it it really showed me like it illuminated for me the level I was now at because of the level of people that were coming to work with me cool mhm i love that that's awesome so why i wanted to ease into this is because we're going to definitely talk about some things that discuss some things that are like a 180 from what some people believe or think or just because that's what they've really only seen so how i want to do this um plier doesn't know too much about what we're about to do but so we're going to flow so what i want to do 
is briefly cover a topic, and there's no rules, but we'll just start here, of, okay, here's this, here's this topic of personal development, self-help, spirituality, whatever, and then what is like the trap or how do we get hooked into it or what's, how is it distorted or what just, what's another way to look at it? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. So this is, I'm excited for this. Here we go. Let's just jump into it. So, so the first, first one I want to talk about probably the most popular thing in this world and industry right now is manifesting and attracting and all those fun things. Mm -hmm. So how mm -hmm. just just briefly like how would in the perspective of the coach world or the personal help world whatever the hell what's like a quick description and then how do you view it so how how do you what's a quick description of how like other people would describe it yes and then yeah so let's go through like here's like the why am i doing both <laughs> Well, because I'm interviewing you, but this is, but I'll, of course I'll, I'll chime in. Right. But the manifest <laughs> manifesting, right. Is okay. I'm going to attract this. I'm going to think about this thing. I'm going to write it mm -hmm. in my journal, create your reality. Yeah. Create my reality. Mm -hmm. So, and I'm here. What about feeling like the emotion? So, cause that goes into it, right? Like creating the reality. Like I'm going to manifest this thing. I'm going to manifest abundance. I'm going to manifest a partner. I'm mm -hmm. going to write down how much money I want. I'm going to write down how this partner makes me feel. Da, da, mm -hmm. da, da, da. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that is like the general overview. You agree? Would you add anything to that? Um, I think there's, there's different branches. There's like basic law of attraction manifestation, which is just like hold the frequency. There's manifestation that involves subconscious reprogramming, which goes like one layer deeper. There's the manifestation yep. with like, just look at things like, vision boards like there's all these little branches right. off of the like law of attraction tree boom i love that so mm -hmm. we just touched on all of it everyone gets <laughs> law of attraction tree um so how do you view manifestation okay so <laughs> i have i have two two different ways i can describe this mm -hmm. so what i see what i what i've seen um, for pretty much my whole journey is that, so it's really, it, we are creating our realities. That's true. So that there's, there's aspects to law of attraction that are true. And law of attraction is one of those teachings that was cherry picked off of like a larger set of teachings mm -hmm. and taught to people. So it actually like goes with a larger set, like a set of mirrors that it's a part of. Um, so what I see is that manifestation, usually at a certain level of consciousness, you start working with it. And the quote trap I see is manifestation can actually like stunt people and keep them at a certain level of consciousness mm. where they're just looping at the desire level of consciousness, which is actually like not a very high level of consciousness to just be looping on what you desire all the time. Interesting. The other piece that's really important here is to be taught that all of our desires are pure and true. That's, that's only like half true. 
I don't actually like, I don't, I can't get behind that because there are so many people whose desires are still coming from their false aspects or are still coming from aspects of them that are hooked into things that are artificial. So I agree that your desires are pure and true once you become really clear in your field and you have like cleared away a lot of false aspects and gotten a lot of your energy back from artificial timelines and artificial matrices. But when you're still hooked into those, you could think that your desires are you and they could actually be something that's not you wanting to keep you mm. at the level of consciousness where your sole focus is more money, more cars, a new boyfriend, now this, now this, da, 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 and it just turns into a loop. And the, the issue, um, or it's not, it's not even like the issue, but what you come to find, and this is, the, this is where I see people being stunted, is you get into that power of being a creator being that's attracting your reality and manifesting your reality. And you never get the chance, if you're like very hooked into that, you never get the chance to move to levels beyond manifestation levels, which is where you can get to the point where the need to will or manifest or desire your reality into being drops off because your, uni your will is unified with divine will. So whatever's mm -hmm. meant, to, meant for you actualizes. It's a completely different feeling than needing to work to get something to appear. Mm. The things that are meant for you are just there waiting for you as you attune to the next level or as you attune to that part of reality. Does that Boom. make sense? Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. So yeah, I mean, there's, there's so many different things here. Um, so to note is like manifesting isn't quote unquote, like bad. It's not wrong. It's like, no. It's like, it's an, as you said, like a state of consciousness, like, okay, I'm now being introduced to law of attraction stuff. That's awesome. But then None if of you these things are bad or wrong, Oh, sorry, correct. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're okay. <laughs> None of them are bad or wrong. It's when you interact with them from a place, from a place that isn't sovereign, you'll get hooked into where these teachings have been infiltrated. Like you'll get hooked into where these teachings keep people like looping on certain levels and looping in these traps when actually that person could have moved beyond that a long time ago. And this is why like the whole cherry picking of teachings can be really dangerous. Right. And it's not like, and see, this is like where it gets tricky. And even for myself, now that I've you know seen something completely different, it's not like, I got to tell everyone, stop manifesting, you know, it, cause that also is not pure, but like, yeah, there's so many different points here, but let's I just know. use like, uh, let's use a new boyfriend, for example. So how, how does one graduate from that? Right. Typical step is, okay, here's, all the things I'm going to write down the perfect partner. Here's how it makes me feel. I'm going to envision it. I'm going to literally envision us walking on the beach, waking up in the morning. Da, 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 da. What's the step, like the graduation step beyond that. So <laughs> it's, it's more about like even looking at it as, as graduating from it can be like, detrimental to people because then people feel insecure about the level of consciousness they're at instead of yep. accepting it, which is the thing that allows you to move beyond it. Mm. So it, my question wouldn't be how does that person graduate from that, but rather 
where, where are the desires for that other human coming from? Like Mm. what parts of them want that? What parts of them, um, yeah, just like really clear cut. Where is that desire coming from? Um, and if it's not, if it's not already in their field, that has like the, the thing I would ask too is, and this is what I, this is what I usually will explain to people is if you're really enmeshed and like entrenched in manifestation work and personal development work and like new age spirituality, et cetera, and you're still not getting the things you want, Mm. this isn't a you problem. This is an energy field problem. Oh, okay. This is great. Cause this is me. Just use me an example. Okay. (laughs) Cause that will probably make it easier. Yeah. So, okay. So you were someone who was being stunted, like, like your, your energy, because of what you were hooked into, you were being prevented through your own consent (laughs) from being and operating at the level that your consciousness had already attuned to, that was already waiting for you. And that's why like, quote unquote, manifesting like wasn't working. Yeah. And something that's important to note too, is a lot of times people's higher levels will actually put a block on things working for them on artificial timelines money business relationships and that that again you set that up you Mm -hmm. said i don't want to do that in this lifetime i want to be clear sovereign and free so if i'm hooked into these things don't let it work which i love that when you told me that i like i was like i'm being protected so yeah. instead of something like, I'm a failure, why isn't this working? It's I'm being protected. So I mm-hmm. don't get hooked into this. Like now I'm making a ton of money. So I'm just going to keep milk- milking this. It's like, no, mm-hmm. like you next step, next level. Keep mm-hmm. going. And you can see how when it does work for someone, it's all the more seductive to stay there because mm-hmm. they found something that works. And that's, um, why you, and that's why you say looping. Yes. Yes. Um, so like with you, it was just a matter of, (laughs) you needed to, well, you didn't need to, you signed Mm -hmm. up to get in the field of someone who could hold like the frequency of clearness, like a clear energy field. You were really like easy because you weren't attached to any of the things you were hooked into. Mm -hmm. You just needed the like confirmation that there was something beyond it and you could let go of them and you did. Boom. Mm-hmm. Cool. And so when you talk about like a clear field, what does that mean? Like your energetic field? Cause that's something that I've gained a lot of clarity on. So I, I said that because you came to work with me, you set up your ejection being catalyzed by just getting in the field consistently of someone who was clear me when i say clear i mean not hooked into any of those things and able to operating at a level where i could see everything going on in your field Mm. so it wasn't like 
what'll happen is people will go to work with people who are at the same level of consciousness as them and who are infiltrated in the same ways that they are. And it just continues to. <laughs> okay. I'm, yeah. I'm just nodding for people who are listening and that's why you're okay. chuckling, but yeah, just, yeah. Because, yeah. Like I'm like, yeah, it's the loop continues. Yes. Yes. And it's the, the, um, the potency and the effortlessness of simply just placing yourself in the field of someone who's at a level that's like really clear, it's that does 98% of the work. Mm -hmm. Like with you, that did all the work. You, you just needed to like come into the field and be like, okay, got it, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> I would explain some things to you, but you already knew because you were getting it because you were calling your energy back and then you were seeing the realities you had just been existing in for what they truly were. Mm -hmm. This is good. We can actually just keep using me as an example. I didn't think about doing that, but that just probably give it more context. Um, and to go, and I think the one of the biggest things that I let go of, and this would be important and impactful, for a lot of people is the idea of helping like that. I'm special that I have a purpose that I love helping people like my purpose, like all that fun stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing that I've let go of because I identified as someone who helps people. Um, I'm curious, were you ever in that of like your virtue and all that stuff was attached to like being more woke or helpful? Oh, before I had my business, um, before I like birthed my business, one of my biggest false identity attachments was being the healer mm. to all my friends, to everyone. <laughs> I was everyone's healer. Everyone came to me to feel better. Yes. I 100% was attached to it. And it was like very rapidly and efficiently destroying me. How was helping people destroying you? Well, first I wasn't helping people is the first Ooh. point we should make. <laughs> yeah. My attachment to deriving worthiness and sense of self from helping people was the very thing blocking me from helping them. Oof. So that wasn't even occurring in a, in a, in a clear and pure and free way. And then on the other end of how it was destroying me, I was just, my field was full of holes. I would just let people suck me dry mm. and then give them whatever, like I would just give and give and give until I was, I got, I was very physically ill for most of those years. I was very tired. Um, I was, I had like a really, I experienced like fragments in my consciousness all the time. Like in hindsight, I can see what my field looked like because of all the cords and all the things that were plugging into me that I was giving consent to plug into me. By the time I birthed my business, I had already cleaned all of that up. I didn't start my business because I felt I was attached to being a healer and helping people and saving the world. Okay. Let's talk about this because this is huge because <laughs> mm -hmm. that is the foundation of 99.9% .9 of businesses, mm -hmm. literally anything. Mm -hmm. And especially right. Coaches, healers, whatever authors, whatever. Right is like, I'm producing this thing to heal the world, to save the world, to help, to inspire all those things. So I'm just curious, like, how does that not help 
like, yeah, of course it's helping people, but how is it not helping people? So it's not that it's, it's not black and white because it's not that our roles that we're asked to play aren't roles of service and of healing and of deep, deep help and support. Right. It's when we start to attach ourselves to being seen as that and to deriving sense of self and worthiness from that, that things start to get like clogged and convoluted. Um, when you're, when you have that hook into that, that can be the very thing that prevents you from, from a, like actually helping. It can be the thing that prevents you from emancipating yourself into a level where you have no attachment to that. Like it's as simple as like when you enjoy the costumes, but don't believe you are the costumes. So once you've Mm. like emancipated yourself from thinking you're the costume, then you can go put the healer costume on and recognize, like have the best time playing that role. But there's no part of you that's plugging your energy into needing to heal people, into needing to be seen as that. You just know that that's the way, like, that's the way creation is creating through you. Um, So it's not that you lose the, you don't lose touch with how beautiful it feels to be of service. That actually just amplifies, like, Mm -hmm. the beauty of what you're doing and who you are and what you're facilitating it, it amplifies and emancipates itself in a way that's so different from when you were at the level of consciousness where everybody needed to be healed. You were a healer. Everyone's broken. Yes. I need to give all of my energy to help this person feel better. Um, it's, it's the idea of the reason masters like Jesus and all of the, all of the everyone from that crew <laughs> we're able to be so effective is because they never saw anyone they healed as broken. Mm. They literally never saw them as their body, what they were identified with as their disease, as their imprints. They saw them as the truth of who they were. And they held that when they were in the field with them. Ooh, that's beautiful. That's a very good way to put it. Yo, 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 what is up everyone? If you haven't heard, I just announced a new live online event. It is called the Fear of Rejection 101, Give Less Fucks. So if you struggle with the fear of rejection, I don't need to tell you about it. You know it sucks, it's not fun. And we are going to approach this in a fun new way of understanding and releasing the fear of rejection. So if you really care about what people think of you and you are living your life for other people and you don't wanna be rejected, you don't wanna be set, told no, fail, so many different things, you know, if you get the feeling of the terror of rejection and you make decisions for other people, then I invite you to come join other amazing people in this awesome new event. If you feel called, you can sign up at my website, feeling-free.com, and you can go to the events page and sign up from there. And the link is also in the description. It's in the show notes. So if you feel called, I would love to see you there. And just because over the past year of guiding and mentoring and coaching wonderful humans and souls through fear, fear of rejection is a big one. So I wanted to hold a event specifically to address this fear. So I will see you there, my friends. Now let's get back to this amazing convo with Pilar. You said you love Jesus? Uh-huh. <laughs>
That's good. Cool. So you mentioned earlier, you were talking about healing loops and we're, we're actually talking about that now again, right? Like as a healer looping into that, but I want to talk about like the individual because that's such a popular thing now of, and I've talked about this a little bit, like of why you don't need to heal because mm-hmm. that implies is what we just literally got done talking about of Jesus. Like he didn't like the disease or whatever, like that was, he didn't see them as a sick, diseased person. That was just mm-hmm. like in a thing, right? That wasn't them. And so that's, I mean, I can just, I speak for myself is that continuous betterment of always looking for something like, okay, like, let me keep making new goals and new goals and like all these things that it was keeping me looped and trapped of no goals ever good enough, no Mm -hmm. money. Like literally, like I still have moments of that a little bit, but now I'm, I'm completely aware that's like, no, that's not real at all. But before it was a different feeling of why isn't it enough? Mm-hmm. Like why, no matter how successful, no matter how many people I help, right? No matter where I live, no matter how much I travel, it's still not enough. And I keep searching for those things to like plug a hole. And, but how, how is healing like the quest to heal ourselves? How the fixing healing loop. Yeah, the fix, the fixing healing loop for like an individual. Like if I'm searching to heal my trauma, childhood wounds, yes, that can be beneficial. Mm-hmm. We get, hopefully people know by now this is very nuanced conversation. But yeah, do your thing on that. So my, my perspective on this continues to evolve as I like see it more and more clearly from new levels. But yes, of course, the natural healing process of like the inner child, um, like imprints, the, the shadow, which I don't even like, I don't even do, do that anymore. I don't even like to acknowledge the shadow. Really? <laughs> the Why? Thing. Why? Um, because at a certain point to relate to yourself as having dual aspects is no longer like necessary and it doesn't feel good. Like mm-hmm. it just drops off. It's not that it's, it's never to say that you become fully. Oh, wow. I don't even know if I agree with this anymore. It's <laughs> people hear this and their people will react to the idea of like, well, the healing never ends. There's right. always something new to work on. Yes. Yes and no, because when you become really clear, the way healing works as an organic process is that every time you start to unify with the higher or next level of yourself, you're meeting a level of yourself that's already operating at a higher frequency bandwidth than the one you were just in. So the frequency of that next level of self is going to naturally and very effectively override, overwrite and purify you as you come up to meet it. So the aspects of you that can't come with you are going to get cleared. They're going to have to drop off. That's when healing occurs. That's when you have big clearings or big releases or big Mm -hmm. revelations as you're seeing like, that was a false aspect. I'm seeing it now and it can't come with me. But you don't do anything to go find those things. It just is the natural progression of being clear and continuously unifying with yourself. 
you're always like, you always have to let go of the aspects of you that can't come to the higher frequency bandwidth. And all those aspects are never, they're not you to begin with. So at a certain point, you can see how when you're living this way, at a certain point, the stuff that can't come becomes more and more and more subtle. Mm. And that usually occurs because the person at that level has already gone through letting go of massive amounts of like false aspects, imprints, like karma, like, but there's a point where like karma drops off too. <laughs> mm. So it's, it's not that you are done, but it's that you don't need to ever, and this is true for all levels. This is why I say the fixing healing loop. You don't need to ever go search what needs to be fixed or healed next because reality, AKA yourself directing your reality is always going to present you with what's false and what needs to be cleared. It's the, it's the natural progression of being a divine human. As we move through levels, we're always presented with whatever can't come with us. I always like, when I used to teach this, before I got into like just teaching through levels, all I would say was trust reality to always organically initiate and heal you, always. Like think about, this is what I'll, I used to tell people, like, okay, let's say you take a week off from personal development and you just live your life. <laughs> Everything that you're trying to fix through consistent like fixing and healing, it's still going to come up in your reality. You're still gonna get mirrored the aspects of you that you don't want to see. You're still going to be quote triggered in the exact way you need to be to release something. Mm. But now you're just living your life and enjoying yourself and enjoying your reality. And you're letting reality do the heavy lifting so that when something is revealed to you, you're like, oh, okay, I got it. Like now I can take this into my process and maybe now I'll do some breath work or I'll journal or I'll work with a healer. But like, I didn't need to go find this thing. Like we, we as a collective need to trust the way like this like holographic universe is set up specifically like consciousness on Gaia. It's set up in an ascending process. In Gaia the is sense earth. We, <laughs> to serve people who don't know. <laughs> we came here to move through levels of consciousness. Gaia is doing it too. Like, it's all already coded in the hardware. <laughs> yeah, I love this, man. There's, hold on, Let, let's. I want to come back to the Gaia Earth piece because this is something. Gaia is Earth. <laughs> just a sh quick shout out, Gaia is Earth. <laughs> <laughs> but with, um, oh man, there are so many good things. Okay, whatever. We're just gonna go into it. So when you talk about, um, Gaia is Earth, and when you talk about she is like ascending. That, that sounds, at first, it's like, what? Like, Earth is going through its own or like mm -hmm. ascension process. So what does that even mean? So Gaia has a consciousness, too. And part of why we, part of the, part of the play of, of being here, the, just, we'll just call it the game, the play, was that we chose to go through this process with the planet that was created. Like we wanted to do it with her because we like, we are, I want to say of her 
in the sense that like we're designed in a very similar way as her. Mm. So when the thing we're living on, like the hardware, the thing that receives upgrades and influxes and energy from, from other aspects of the universe, from the sun, from the great central sun, from teams and brotherhoods and sisterhoods of light, from, a, from people who are like out of density when, and from the way this is all functioning, when she receives influxes, we all receive those influxes. Mm. So a way I can explain this that is like, this is like a really, I don't want to say triggering one, but people like really don't like this. Or I shouldn't say that. There are people who just are baffled by this. Like it's very confusing. There is a level of reality in which Gaia is sick and dying mm. and she needs to be saved. The earth is dying. We need to save her. There is also a level of reality where Gaia is not sick. She's not dying. She is going through her own purification process, just as we are. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing that needs to be done to save her other than to commit to our own processes so that we can get enough energy on these higher and higher levels and make those more available to everyone. Man, that's a whole freaking podcast too, because that goes into like global warming and crap, right? Mm -hmm. Purification. Like we're, we're all going through global warming. Like, like <laughs> hum, humans, if you look out into like the 3D hologram right now, everyone's being purified. Everything is being purified. We're, we're seeing like the natural, this is what I was talking about with organic healing. The higher level overrides and overrides the lower level the entire planet is going through an overriding and overriding process right now. So what we're seeing in 3D is just the natural but very slow combustion and breakdown of structures, systems, people, places, and things that cannot come to the next level because they're not at the frequency of the next level. Mm. So yeah, so Gaia has a consciousness. And when you break down consciousness... <laughs> right like for me is because i mean the average human right like i'm looking out the window okay i see water trees all those things it's because like when we think consciousness we think uh -huh. mm, like like a lot see but when i when i'm saying this it's just confirming like that the earth is alive right that i'm thinking that i can have a thought that i can have a conversation like consciousness is a soul basically what is consciousness can like it has to be explained through duality but the what consciousness is is and it gets to a point where it's not dual anymore like this is like why you can only go so far with what consciousness is because in order to be a knower, like in order to be observing something, there has to be an observer in order for something to occur, like on a timeline, there has to be time. But at a certain point, as you're trying to understand consciousness, you have to move beyond where time, space and causality exists. And then you're just looking at time and you're looking at cause and effect and you're looking at space and you're, <laughs> you're seeing like, like, okay, have you ever looked into your own eyes? Yes, I have. You've seen your own eyes. 
Okay, no, I've only seen the reflection of my eyes. You've only seen the reflection of your own eyes because this entire thing is just a reflection. Like when we look up and we think we see the sky, we really just see like an inverted fishbowl dome, like projection. Like it's not, <laughs> the sky mm. isn't actually there. Um, so That's like actually true. consciousness is. There is no sky. No. I've never thought about that. Mm-hmm. And I think the same thing is even with like heat. I think this, like the sun, like you, we say it's hot, but I don't think it really is. Like the heat is a perception based on our magnetic field or some crap like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So a better way to describe this is there's, there's the earth, there's the earth play. There's the play on Gaia, the earth, um, 3d. There's the universal play, which is when you get into like dimensions beyond 3d. So this is where we get into like past lives, future aspects, like higher aspects. And then you get to the point where you see that that's all still part of the play and all that's left is I am. Like mm. all that's left is all that is. And <laughs> I, this, is, I, this is like not a class. This is why like Rumi poetry and like the Vedanta teachings exist because like this, this is the highest pathway to realization is like through these conversations. It's like through these ideas and these topics, but it's really difficult to grasp in a mature way. Yeah. And it can like very easily blow out your entire system <laughs> and your entire perception of reality. Mm -hmm. So like what consciousness is through duality is going to be different than what consciousness actually is. That's, that's a good way to put it. Have you seen <laughs> close encounters of the fifth kind? Oh, Stephen Greer. Mm -hmm. I love him. Yeah. So you have seen that. I just watched it over the, over the mm -hmm. weekend. Mm -hmm. And from like, if I watched that, you know, five months ago, I would have been like, okay, aliens, cool. But now because the consciousness of it mm -hmm. makes so much sense. So if you haven't seen it, I'd go watch it because it is about aliens, right? Or ETs or whatever, but it's not right. It goes back into what you talked about, like the past, the universal aspect of things. Mm -hmm. uh, there is no time. That's why, like, they can literally be here. Mm -hmm. And like mm -hmm. they and, and they see these light beings, and it's like they meditate, quote unquote, to call them into those places. And so, to me, it was just like such a cool connection of all these things. But what were you thinking? We so we as humans have the ability to move into levels of consciousness where we're also in no time and, and like no space. Like a lot of what universal aspects of ourselves show us like aliens or higher levels mm -hmm. or ascended masters, angelic realms, galactic realms, et cetera. They're showing us what's possible for us, like mm. as a species, like that's part of back to the beginning part of why things like manifestation drop off because the ultimate, like not even the ultimate, I shouldn't even claim to know what that feels like yet. <laughs> being a creator being, it's, it's not like, oh, I can, I can will anything my ego wants into reality. It's not that. It's when you as a creator are fully unified with the creator. So mm. anything that is supposed to be created through you, like is set forth effortlessly and anything that's supposed to come to you in your hologram is also 
set forth effortlessly. So, so when you say hologram, to clarify, it's the current reality that we are seeing. Your perception eyes. of reality. Because yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. my hologram is different than yours, is different than everyone else's who's listening to this. Yeah, that's fascinating. So, and that's part of, like what you said with like what the manifesting, like this is what the ego wants. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like that's one thing that I'm, I'm still experiencing of like really, yeah. Like aligning, like my will is the divine will mm-hmm. and like, sweet. Let me like, I like, yeah, if it's fun, sweet, but not like forcing, like I look back at some things that like haven't quote unquote worked being protected from that is like, okay, like that's not my thing. Mm-hmm. And like, honestly, go ahead. No, you go. You finish. No, I'm done. <laughs> okay. I was, I was just going to say that I'm aware that when I speak about this, there can be this like air of like, so what do you do? You just like yes. sit around all day yeah. and you never get anything you like thought you wanted. No, that's what's so cool is when you're tapped into this, your ability to create and your ability to like create what you're meant to create and what wants to be created through you, it, it amplifies in a way that just goes so beyond like sitting at your desk and making a business plan and like making mm. sales funnels. Like it's, and, and then also too, what many people find is that a lot of what they desired was true. It just needed to be purified. So like there are people who will come to work with me and say like, I feel like I'm supposed to make a lot of money, but the Mm. way that they were trying to make it was on these artificial timelines. And then there's this fear of like, if I eject, what if I'm, what if I don't have any money after that? No, they always have money. They always have all that they need and more. And many people who were tuned into like, I feel like I'm supposed to be creating wealth. They are just not on those timelines. They're supposed to be creating wealth on organic timelines and like feeding more energy over there. So you don't, you don't get to, you don't stop enjoying being human. It gets Mm. more fun, like better. Mm, I like that. And it's like, cause you're letting go of, what's a good way to put that? Yeah. It's like, once you let go of that, it doesn't matter to you. It's like, mm-hmm. it's not even important, right? Like how I was supposed to make money over here is not even close to relevant or important. Like it doesn't, it's not a blip because mm-hmm. of like the divine will. Like once I align and get in that field and consciousness, then I understand, oh, this is, it just clicks. Mm-hmm. And it's much more fun. And the wealth is there and all the fun things. Yeah. And, and you might find that, and this is what's so important. It's not always the how it's not always the, the surface level, what eyes can see that changes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's literally just the level of consciousness changes, but you're actually still create, you're still quote doing something very similar to what you did over here, but your perception of it being similar is, is not there because you're like, I'm in a different world now. This is not even close to what I was doing over there, even though it might mm-hmm. look the same. That's actually very important. I'm happy you brought that up because that's one thing mm-hmm. I've noticed is like things still look the same, mm-hmm. but how I interact and interface and feel about everything is completely different. 
Yeah. And like, it's so hard to explain because you can't explain it really. No, this is, this is not mind stuff. Like mm. we find ways to make it make sense in a way to mind, but like, I'm at the point now where I've completely let go of making sense to people's minds. Like, mm. cause it, it goes beyond mind. Like you can't somebody, somebody who's still over here is not going to be able to make sense with mind something that's going on up here that they can't see like it's their mind is going to freak out trying to make sense of it it's why like so much of this is about unification with the heart and developing like a really really deep sense of receptivity and willingness because as you start to eject and these old realities drop off then you're like oh whoa, I'm like, I'm getting it now. Before it was a thing that didn't make sense. Then it was a thing that I could feel. Now it's a thing I know. In a week, it's a thing I am. And, then, uh, and at each juncture, your reality has shifted. Like it, even the difference, the difference between I know and now I am that are worlds apart. I love that. So like I said that I feel, I know I am. I like that. Yeah, so <laughs> that's cool. N the name of your book that you help save the world with. <laughs> um, that's, that's cool. So I want to make sure we talk about um, this. I mean, all, all these intertwine beautifully, but it's a popular topic Trey. Like I found my soul family. Um, hmm. So I feel like I should ask you like, what does that even mean to you? Like what is a soul family? Like, cause people feel connections. Yeah, sweet. I feel like I've known this person forever, but like, what does that actually mean? So it, this all varies based on the level of like consciousness and reality you're operating in because what might feel like soul family as a 16 year old, you find out as a 26 year old, we're just karmic agreements. Mm -hmm. Um, so soul family, your, your soul, like monad, your soul group, that's the, that's like a cluster of people you're related to on a soul level that as like, as consciousness, we'll just say, we'll say it this way. We'll say as consciousness was splitting, your family is going to be the group that your, your family and the people you're related to are going to be the group that um, you split from like closest to last in the sense that like, as consciousness became more and more unique, as souls became like more and more unique and there was more and more fractals being created, um, you're going to find that like there's other soul fractals who are similar to you. It doesn't mean though, like the thing about soul family is it's a, it's a frequency bandwidth thing. That's how I know when it's happening. So when you get near someone physically or digitally, um, just like in the field who you're closely related to, you're going to find this like, oh yeah, people can see my hands, right? You're going to, you're, you're going to find that like the energy, whereas like with other people, if it's like, wah, 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 as you get like near someone you're related to, it's going to be like, like, it's like the, the bandwidth starts like 
picking up and picking up because it's like imagine getting so close to the thing that's you to where you like almost blow up like <laughs> mm. um so that that's one way i can describe it a very simple way is just like people you feel related to but that is something we need to be careful with because similar to like manifesting you might feel related to someone through like false aspects of self and then be like, this is my twin flame. And then get into a really, really distorted karmic never ending loop with someone who you're attached, your ego is attached to being your twin flame when actually you're just like burning off some karma with them. Um, so my advice with this stuff is like hold very loosely to who you think your people are because it as you move through levels, as you like unhook from the artificial matrix, who you thought was meant for you is going to change rapidly. Mm -hmm. And the bandwidth of someone who you're related to is going to become more and more clear. You're going to be like, wow, this feels nothing like how it felt with blah, blah, blah when I was 17 and I thought I was meeting my soulmate. That's not to say though that we can't have members in our soul family who we just set up contracts to burn off karma with them. But like the way I'm responding to this is more from the perspective of like the people who the, the group you've been traveling with through incarnation cycles that should all be around the same level as you, you should all be kind of hanging out near the same levels of consciousness. So when you link up, it's like, Oh, there's more of me. Like there's more of me here. <laughs> <laughs> mm. And that goes into like what you said about the twin flame stuff about like spiritual communities, how it's, how it's all, it's, it's like everything we've already talked about. It's like the manifesting thing or the mm. it's because if you get so into like, these are my people, yes, then it gets, and not to say like, again, right. It's so nuanced. It's like, I still love these people mm -hmm. currently. And if we, not part ways or move on or whatever but it's if these are my people they can hold you back yes if you're if you are attached to them being your people and you need them to be that to feel safe secure spiritual connected mm. worthy etc yes 100 and like you said like it's not that you lose the ability to derive good feelings and good experiences from and with them. But that's been a huge thing in 2020 is like, again, there are a lot of souls who are, I don't really like the word stunted, but their, their false attachment to their community or their tribe is like the very thing keeping them looping. It's like the mm. very thing keeping them at these levels that like they aren't meant to be operating at anymore. Probably because it feels safe and familiar. Oh, it feels, it's all, it's all the reasons why we attach to things, um, why we over attach to things. Because you can have, like, I still have attachments. It's like part of being human. Yes, but I'm very aware that I'm not that at all. And that that isn't, that isn't it. That isn't like the thing that's, that's like, it's like food. Like I can enjoy this meal and I'm 100% not attached to 
needing to have this meal over and over and over and over and over again. Mm, that's a good way to put it. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm enjoying the hell out of this meal, but I don't mm-hmm. need this meal forever to make me feel mm-hmm. satiated mm-hmm. or like, okay. And if the meal keeps appearing, <laughs> then cool. Like that's beautiful. And it's, mm-hmm. it's there, there's just one of the most simplistic ways I can explain this is the, our primary relationship is to God through self. All other relationships are just reflections and mirrors of that. Like that, the primary relationship is to the creator. And that's a really easy way when you like actually start like hooking up into that and like linking that and like running that through your system. That's a surefire way to like burn distortion out of your reality. Mm. Dang. So (laughs) this is that even for me, like these are, yeah, I, I love this because it's just, it's a, such a refreshing and new way. So I want to make sure I ask you, do you feel that there's, what is important for you to share that you haven't shared? Hmm. I, I feel like the important thing here is that there's, a, a lot of this stuff that we're sort of just like touching on. Yeah, just touching on. <laughs> it's it it's hard to just touch on it and have it be something that's like obviously fully unpacked and fully mm-hmm. broken down because like what I've seen is for example with my one-on-one clients their hooks into artificial timelines, the way they eject what occurs for them who they become, who they, who becoming who they already are, like through that, although it follows the same patterning, everybody is having their own unique experience through their own like unique live stream. So with this stuff, um, (laughs) this stuff, with this stuff, it's, there's like a, mm, there's almost there's a level of importance around being willing to like have the veils removed and like fully not understand with mine, but fully get a sense of what's occurring. And I'll say with that, there are a lot of people on the planet right now who still aren't ready for that. Like the veils that I will facilitate removing for people, you have to be at a certain level of like, solidity within self to have all those veils removed and not freak out and have it be like detrimental. But I know like there's going to be a lot of people listening to this who are going to be like, yeah, I do feel kind of weird. Like this has felt a little off Mm -hmm. or like I've felt what she, I've thought what she's saying before, but I've never said it out loud to anyone. If you're feeling that, follow that. Like, Mm -hmm. 100%. I can't tell you how many people come through my doors and say, you said something that I've thought before, but I didn't want to say it because I was, it was weird. Or I I felt like people wouldn't get it. Or it just felt like maybe that wasn't me thinking it. No, that was, that was you piercing through the distortion, trying to get to you. (laughs) So it's, it's, um, the other piece I think that's really important to say here is 
we talk about it. Sometimes this stuff has to be explained like it's black and white. It's not black and white, but I'm of the opinion that if you're going to interact with things that are like highly compromised and highly infiltrated, you need to be extremely sovereign, extremely, extremely sovereign. And there's not a lot of people who are that right now because, and this leads into what I was just saying, it kind of all connects. We think the artificial matrix is like reptilians on the news and Walmart and Amazon. Like mm -hmm. that's just level one. Like the artificiality, the, the, the way infiltration is occurring right now, that moves through many, many sub matrices that people might want to believe are just all light. Mm. And like, this isn't ever really, um, I guess I want to say, I don't really get excited about removing veils, but I know when I have to do it. And it's gotten to the point where like, it needs to be, needs to be made more clear um, that there are a lot of, a lot of like weird things going on in these timelines that might feel like what everyone else is doing. And this is just the thing we're all doing, right? And like the piece of advice I've been telling people is if everyone else is doing it, you probably shouldn't be doing it. Mm -hmm. Does I, it's just, we're like skating around some things that have a lot of like nuance and detail to them. And I want to like give people permission to be like, okay, I'm like getting this. So I'm not just going to like turn this off and forget it ever happened. Like I'm going to really like feel into the fact that I have thought things I'm hearing her say before, but I've never wanted to say them out loud. Yeah. I love that. And that's a good point. Just cause yeah, we really have just briefly touched on and that's, you know, that was my intention of like, okay, like let's just kind of, break the seal or whatever you know and just like pop the lid off and then there's all the goodies inside that people can go dive into of just like a completely different perspective of manifesting like having to help people healing ourselves the soul family like all these things that what you said right of because it's popular everyone else is doing it it mm -hmm. feels like oh that's what this is the thing mm -hmm. but yeah like it's not the thing it, it, there is some tr mm -hmm. truth in there and mm -hmm. that's, that's where it gets so sticky is because like, Oh, this feels familiar. This sounds good. So I'll go with it. Mm -hmm. There's some truth in there. This is so good. And I know it's how much it's, we'll say the word activated me. It really has been so beneficial for me. And so that's why, so Polar, like, you know, I appreciate you, but like for everyone else, like this is really just like the tip of the iceberg of, yeah. And just like follow that feeling of like what Pilar said, right? Of like, okay, like I know some things, I can trust some things. Like I've, I've felt that this isn't the thing or this is the thing and just follow that because you do know. And just speaking from personal experience, like what Pilar said of you saying things to me that just clicked right? Like I didn't need some deep dive or like big explanation or big seminar. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, okay, okay. But it was over and over and over, you know, mm -hmm. for months, not just like one quick podcast of like just skimming some mm -hmm. things, but mm -hmm. like for real, like, I, man, I just want to keep going. So maybe we'll have to do this again. But <laughs> this, this was so potent that I really want to make sure like this sits and we're not overwhelming peeps. Okay. <laughs> But unless there's so something deep, else. 
Um, because this is your time, baby. Talk to <laughs> talk to the peeps of because so many some people will get a lot of the, the lingo you're saying, but I know a lot mm-hmm. of them will also be like, it'll be the first time they've heard a lot of a lot of things, mm-hmm. or like the second time mm-hmm. they've heard it, and so. Okay, so the the final thing that feels important to say, you know what I'll do? I will literally just read something I wrote because it says it better than I could say it. Love it. Um, so we're we're talking about let me go to it. A lot of the stuff we're talking about, the way we have to talk about it is through the lens of duality or division in the sense that like yes there is dark energy in this universe and yes there are these artificial timelines being constructed that people get like hooked into through their own consent that are continuing to create like more and more dark architecture okay i need to i'm like hearing the words i say (laughs) continuing to create let me put it this way the thing that humans have that soulless beings don't have is the ability to create so imagination and creation we we imagine things we create them so quote dark energy can't create it can only infiltrate so the when i say like artificial timelines when i say like the stuff that's distorted and like expiring and all this stuff it's not this big like magic trick that's like all these all these like things and like potions and stuff. Like it's the way you're imagining and creating reality in the sense that going back to personal development, we have a lot of people who are right now hooking their imaginative and creative energies into creating realities where consistently working on yourself and always looking for the next thing to fix and making a million dollars a month helping other people look for the next thing to fix is quote reality. Personal development is just one example. So when I break it down for this way, sometimes people are like, oh, like you're imagining and creating a reality um, where we're not clear, sovereign and free, just like in essence. And this is happening through like many, many different realms. And you can sort of like connect this into like, oh, I see, people doing this in certain ways with spirituality. I see people doing this in certain ways with wellness, with this thing or that thing. Um, So at a certain level, when we're describing this, in order to describe it, it has to be talked about as like dark energy or division or an artificial versus an organic reality. And this is so important. Like I've said this a couple of times, you get to a point in your clearness and in your own process where that drops off too. And it's all, Mm. it's all, um, I just want to say it's all love because that's like the only thing I can think of, but like, it's all, you see it all for what it is. You're not hooked into it. It doesn't, you're not afraid. Um, and you're clear and you're a clear emancipated conduit that can come in anywhere and do and be whatever it is you're meant to do and be. So I'll just read this little thing I wrote for a page. Um, 
So it says, remember that as you complete your missions and up level, war, division, and duality timelines will completely drop off. You are no longer in the consciousness war because you have graduated from the war frequency altogether. You are no longer desperately trying to fix, heal, and save the planet because you have graduated from seeing planetary consciousness as something that needs to be healed and saved. You are no longer trying to push, force, will, and manifest your reality because you now operate within a reality where your will is unified with divine will and all that is yours is actualized in divine timing. You are no longer consistently dealing with energetic sovereignty, initiations, holes, hooks, implants, cords, or any form of distortion in your field because you are now running at a voltage and light quotient that is unavailable for infiltration. Though you can tune into, are aware of, and have emancipated compassion for the breakdown and combustion that is occurring in 3D, you see the higher frequency overriding, overriding and purification process exactly for what it is. You are no longer creating, connected to, or available for distortion in any form. You not only become unavailable for any form of distortion or darkness, but darkness actually becomes afraid of you. Your light quotient becomes so high that your ability to overwrite and override lower frequencies is a natural extension of your state of beingness. You are no longer hooked into karmic laden dense timelines through ego or fear-based service because you now see that your highest level of service to yourself and the entire collective is based on anchoring and refining who you be at each new level and each new reality and through that providing consistent and magnified opportunities for harmonization. Boom. I'm dropping the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Is that the, is that what you've recently created? Uh-huh. Okay. It's called Up Level. Up Level. And when is that being released? In? Slashed. Slash. Whatever we want to call it. Available. Unveiled. Unveiled. On, it should be on Monday the 25th. Of January. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So this... I mean, we don't need to promote it, but we're going to promote it. (laughs) (laughs) So by the time this comes out, so if, yeah, I mean, we don't need to say anything because the people who resonate and harmonize with that, listen and say yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's timeline transfer mechanics, AKA like an energetic breakdown of things like hooks, looping, more like subtle high-level hooks, like the ones we've sort of been inferring, how to like the, the process of how those, how you pull those out and how you get your energy back, mm. the process of like ejecting and moving into a different reality, the process of anchoring into new reality. But again, like this is one of those things where there has to be a willingness, even if there isn't a sense that something else exists and you are like very successful and famous in the artificial matrix, like there has to be like a, a willingness to even imagine that there's something beyond that. There's something beyond being like Tony Robbins or beyond like all, all the things people do. There's something yeah. beyond the attachment and the hooks into all those things. And it's not that those things are going to go away, but you're going to be emancipated from your attachments to them. Yeah. That's one thing that I've totally felt. And I was watching, um, 
I'll just say his name, Jay Shetty, this morning. Um, because I've totally, do you know who that is? Yeah. Right? So, and I, I was curious. I'm like, okay. I mean, I, whatever. But like, oh, because he had Janae Aiko on there. So that's, so it popped up. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go listen. I'm um, just quick note because Pilar and I um, have been listening to Janae, but she. We love Janae. <laughs> yeah, we love Janae. <laughs> and so it was cool to like watch her on there, you know? And he was, I felt like he was, I'm just going to keep going down this room. Like, so like he has like those moments of true, like I was just exploring because like he has those moments of like, man, that's it. Like he's there. Mm -hmm. But then like, I was like, okay, let me go look at his Instagram. Mm -hmm. And then it was like stories. Like if you feel like this, then you need to this and come join this. So you can be this. He's hooked. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. so just to use that as a real life example of something that I didn't, I didn't see before I noticed it. Like there was something there, but I still, I still tried to emulate that, but I have no desire whatsoever to emulate that. Like whatsoever anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So yeah, up level is exactly like on a much deeper dive into the core of the earth then the the skim we just went like snorkeling yeah this is like to like the trenches like the oceanic trenches were were. yeah there's there's something else i want to say and i know i can say this on your podcast so um it's pretty normalized in a lot of a lot of spiritual self-help realms to invest large sums of money in yourself constantly. Yep. So that's like for a lot of people, that's like, yeah, that that's what we do. We like always hire coaches and we always hire like, okay, so something, something I'll like often end up telling people or something that's important to recognize. Um, and this is not, I know other people who are anchored in this too, but when people come to work with me and they've had no issue like investing in lots of artificial things, but then there's like a fear of investing in me and working with me. So part of like this process in regards to like, if we're going to look at investing in ourselves, when you get off these timelines, it's not that you never invest in yourself again, but the loop of investing in yourself, it drops off because most of what was going on in that investment loop was just more like stuff rooted in or connected to distortion in some way. And, and I'm bringing and this fixing. up because, yeah, I'm bringing this up because I've had like a couple experiences where I've almost felt compelled to say to people, you know, on the other side of this, you'll probably like never be spending this much money on yourself in the same ways you have again. And, but you'll still be receiving and like moving into these levels of abundance. And I feel like this is important. This is going to become an increasingly important conversation because it's getting to the point Hmm. where my main advice to people is only invest in people and things that are clear, that are very, very, very clear. Um, 
And there can be this fear of like, well, what is that going to get me? Like, is that going to get me six figures a month? Is that going to get me this? Is that going to get me that? And again, like, it's easy for me to say this, even though it's taken me a while. And like, I know there are other people who hold this too, but like what you get is your freedom. Like you, you get yourself back and it, it just goes beyond it goes so beyond where what we've been programmed to invest in and the way investing these large sums of money into things to help us be more X has become like very normalized. And I'm starting to just see how like that is a huge hook too of like- Yeah, that's the whole coaching world. Yes, yes. And, and, and healing world and all that. Yes. And it's like, there's a part of me that's like, that's like, well, this is very like pompous of you to say- <laughs> Mm-hmm. But there's another part of me that I've witnessed it enough times in enough clients now to see like to see the level of freedom that people get from investing in becoming clear and from investing in like becoming who they actually are and who they actually came here to be and how on the other side of that because you can see everything for what it is you lose, you're out of the loop of like, oh, I I need another program. I need another coach. I need another book. I need another this. I need another healing session. And it's not that you're not going to invest in yourself, but the frequency with what you invest and the level of consciousness and who you're actually investing in is completely different. And like, we need more clear people because we're creating like a new ecosystem of money on these timelines Mm -hmm. where like it's clean money and it's moving through clear conduits to clear conduits. I love, I love that. What came to mind when, when you were saying that was a client, re- a client that I've worked with in the past, she reached out to me, told me this situation, you know, and asked about coaching again. And I just sent a video back saying, you don't need it. Right. You yeah. know, and that's what she needed to hear. Yeah. Was like, something was wrong. Something was broken. She's not doing mm-hmm. it. She needs to get this thing. So she figures it out and then she can have this and be this way. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, no, you don't need that. Mm-hmm. And, and you're at the level where your highest service is saying no. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't, ex- you can't create from distortion anymore. You cannot accept a client just to get money, just to feel okay. Like you got money, even though you know, <laughs> like it's gone, it's gone. Yeah. You could never operate that way. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, Dan Blair, anything else? This is fun. This is just like just watching you flow. No, I mean, that feels good. I, feel- <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to like tidy everything up and make everything make sense. And I know it's pointless. Yeah. Because everyone's going to mm-hmm. perceive it in their own way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what we're unhooked from, baby. We don't care, <laughs> but we love you still. Um, well, where can people, if they feel called to um, dive into your world, into your um, I'm trying to think of an ironic way to put it, but into like your, how, how blast off palace, blast off palace. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the name of this room. I just named it. Okay. There we go. So tell people how they can, um, interface with your blast off palace. That sounds kind of like an <laughs> innuendo, like a sexual innuendo, but do your thing. Um, oh, I didn't even think about it like that. Um, <laughs> so my website, um, will you do links? I don't have yeah. to spell it or anything. Yeah. Okay. 
my website and my email list. That's it. I don't really use social media. Um, like my email list is 100% once you're on there, like for example, with up level, yeah, it'll, I'll be showing it, unveiling it to my email list first. I pour like most of everything I am tuning into, um, like what I'm like transmitting and like bringing through it goes the first layer of it goes to my email list. Like the deeper layers go to like my clients and the other things I create, but like that's the place where things are coming through. Um, yeah. And like, don't bother like messaging me on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. That's actually, can we, last thing, can we talk about this? Do you have time? Yeah. Um, it's the whole Instagram piece. Um, cause that was one, you know, liberating thing for me of, letting go of the need to post this many times or say this or use pain points to attract people to sign up with me and all this fun stuff. Um, or the need to comment to everybody or to message everybody. Right. Um, because that's like, yeah, I had good intentions. Like I love people, but it was hooking me in like we've talked about because it no joke I can say with full transparency. And now that I'm unhooked from it, it did fulfill this thing of, look, Ben, all these people telling you how awesome you are. Like, mm -hmm. great TikTok video. You changed my life. Mm -hmm. You know? And that, mm -hmm. again, that's not bad, and, but it's the need of how I was relating to it is the thing that was unhelpful. Because yeah. <laughs> you're not, yeah, yeah, you're not on Instagram. And I'm on it less. Like, I'll get back on if I feel like something I want to share, but, or mm -hmm. need to share. But like, I'm, I immediately delete the app after. Or I have... Um, Belle, who does things for me, she will do it. Um, mm -hmm. Shout out, Belle. Shout out, Belle. Um, <laughs> how it doesn't seem real. Like, how do you not do business, right? Like, seriously, it doesn't, right? Like, how do you make, like, to the average person, thousands or tens of thousands a month that, and right, like, appealing to the ego, it's like, ooh, tell me more, right? But it's, I'll just ask him that you explain it. Like, mm -hmm. how do you not do it or do it as far as like, man, just Pilar, tell us what the fuck, like how, how is this a thing as far as no Instagram, um, no advertising? It's like your formula is the, your frequency. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there's this thing that happens online where People can perceive that like who you are is just who they've seen online. And this happens with me a lot. And I, I constantly have to tell people I've always been like this. I was like this before I had a business. So, and obviously I'm becoming more and more me. Nice. Um, but I'm, I bring that up because before I ever had a business, I decided to not use social media because I was witnessing what it was doing to people. And it, I was, at the time, it, it was actually very scary for me. Like I was afraid of it. I was like, this is mm -hmm. an infected matrix that's like literally hijacking the consciousness of everyone. Mm -hmm. um, I don't feel afraid of it at all now. But when I was 23, I like, up leveled and <laughs> left like a whole level of myself. Hey, yeah. 
and went to go live and work on farms. And prior to that, I had had Facebook and I had sort of been using it, like not really. But I did this experiment where my whole time farming, I decided to not use any social media, not have any accounts, not go on it. Um, so that last, that was like, I think three or four years. Um, and this is a whole like podcast, but like what I saw occur within myself and, and the way I started to perceive reality and other people um, who were very hooked into it. And the way I just started to see like the energy, what would happen to people's energy fields and just the, the mass hijacking that was occurring. I was like, wow, I'll never use this again. <laughs> so mm. when I birthed my business, my intention from day one was I will not need social media. And how long ago was that? Be that I started in 20, it was, it was three years ago. Cool. So three it was years almost ago. Exactly three years ago. I love mm-hmm. it. So three years ago, and you um, had the intention to never use social media. Yeah. And it, it wasn't. Or rely on it. Initially it was, yeah, I was, I won't use it, but the, the core intention was my business won't need this to do whatever it is I'm meant to be expressing. Mm. And like, my awareness of what my business was for me was also different in the sense that like, I didn't, my ego, like did not want a business. I didn't want to be online. I didn't want people to see me or hear me. I Mm. wanted to stay on a farm and be an herbalist and like stay offline and just like peace out. Um, so that already sort of was create, there was a different relationship to my business and to like all the things that come with it from the beginning. Mm. So that having already been emancipated from social media and at that time having like a really, really strong awareness of the power of frequency and the power of mine specifically, I knew, and this isn't to say there wasn't doubts, insecurities, and tons of stuff that came up, but I knew my higher levels made it very clear you're going to do this differently. And like, that's part of the job. Part of the job in the job is doing it, like like setting forth a new template. Like, and I knew at that time, it was made clear to me that I would be creating, helping to co-create a template that many other people would be stepping into. But at that time, I was like, meh. Like, I was just like, whatever. Like, this is really uncomfortable. I don't know if that's true. I was getting hit from all sides of like, why aren't you using Facebook? You should have an Instagram. Why aren't you doing this? Da, 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 da. And um, I tried some things on social media. I eventually did make an Instagram because I wanted a podcast. I wanted to go on this podcast. And the only way I could go on was with an Instagram. So hmm. I made an Instagram and you can go back to my first post I ever posted. And the post is a decree to Instagram declaring my like sovereignty from it. And really, that's dope. (laughs) It's like a letter. And I'm basically like setting forth of like, I will never be hooked into you just so you know, like I might have one, but I'm not like like that idea. But anyway, so how did I do it on? Let's talk about like the practicalities. So because I had that like really encoded in my field and my energy was fully behind it. That doesn't mean again, I didn't deal with like, well, maybe I should like 
do all the things like that came up. Um, and there's a difference between being afraid of doing something because you're afraid you feel like insecure, unworthy and not wanting to do something because you clearly know it's like not um, meant for you. And sometimes you have to figure that out by doing it. Mm -hmm. So there were some things that like I figured out by doing and being like, no, I, that wasn't it. And this isn't for me. Um, so my business very organically grew almost entirely through word of mouth for the first year. Um, I didn't even have a website for the first six months mm -hmm. and I saw through everything how the thing running my business was my frequency and my level of consciousness like tenfold. Um, when I felt, so there would be times where like, for example, I got the yes on like, yeah, you should make the Instagram. And I got the like, yes on like start going on podcasts and like things started opening up like really, really organically. I already understood the way humans can and are meant to operate. And I use that to my advantage. I use playing in the field to my advantage. I used telepathy to my advantage. Mm. I used merging with higher aspects and higher realities to my advantage. I stayed committed to myself and my process. And there was like full trust that like the business would unfold at each next level as long as I stayed committed to that. Um, so nothing in my business has like ever made sense. That's why when I'm like, let's talk about practicalities, it really was never practical. Um, <laughs> everything has always like defied the norms and the standards. What I've come to find is at this point with how infected we can, it's not even that social media is more infected. It's always been this way. We can just see it much more clearly now. There's going to be this like mass migration off of it. And what is that going to do? That's going to have to initiate people, certain people into understanding the power of their frequency, the power of the field and the power of being clear. So like for me, here's like a practical example in my business. Anytime I go through like my own clearing or like my own up leveling, the next group of people, the next set of creations and the next set of instruction, instructions are always like given to me. They're always sort of like passed down. And this is also what I mean by like, your will starts to align with divine will in the sense that like, when I was just giving readings, I felt in my heart, I'm supposed to be working with people one-on-one. -on -one. And then simultaneously, my reading clients were like, I wanna work with you one-on-one. -on -one. And that's always how it's gone where like, yes, at that point there was probably more separation, but I'm hearing myself and this literally makes no sense. Like this is not <laughs> practical at all. Well, right. But like, yeah, it doesn't make to the current standard. It doesn't, it's no. not practical, so, but to you okay. like the practical. It, yes. It, so it here's sense. what I'll tell people. If I ever got the instructions of like, you need to be on Instagram every day, I would do it. I would mm. totally do it. That has not been part of my instructions. That's not in my operating manual yet. My manual <laughs> has been, no, you're supposed to keep like holding this template and show people they don't need it in the way they think they do and how to emancipate themselves from it. Not because, not with the intention that people never use it again, but I don't know very many sovereign social media users. I just mm -hmm. don't. 
And I know most people who have businesses, that's one of their weakest areas in their field is their hooks into social media. That makes sense. And yeah, and that, like what you said is, of course, someone could be called more than you, but be clear in using it, like using the platform because that is the divine will. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I've always said like, Hey, I might, you might like see me on Instagram one day every week for like six months that might happen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I never thought those aren't the thing. Those are never the thing. Those are just the, those are just the the portals and the tools. I'm Mm -hmm. the thing. And then beyond that, the thing that flows through me, which is also me, but that is also simultaneously greater than me is the thing. Like I'm aware that I'm aware of what it feels like, at least in some ways to step onto my website and step into my field. And that's all done very intentionally. Like I want people to feel like, whoa, this feels really clear. I might not make sense of what she's saying. Some of these words, I don't know, (laughs) but this feels really, really clear. I I, like that's, that's set up very intentionally. That does 80% of the work for me, probably 90, I'm being honest. 99 (laughs) to wrap this up in like a bow right because it's like okay because when you first said that to me like it made sense but it still doesn't make sense it it feels it resonates but i'm like well how in the hell like right because it's instagram is the channel it's the platform Mm -hmm. it's not this thing isn't making me successful or whatever it's i am the thing like you said so how do we activate ourselves as being the thing you you get clear like you you this is like a very this is like the simplest way i can put it you can't know yourself as that until you have the clarity and spaciousness within your field to like actually see yourself as that in the sense that like if you have all these hooks into like personal development this thing i pay fifty thousand dollars a month for this thing and Mm -hmm. and then i create this and like i'm saving the world and shadow work and like like you don't have any space Mm -hmm. there's this is like why when people come to work with me for example with you first thing we did clear like i mean we didn't even do it because you were already like on it like it was already happening Mm -hmm. but first thing is to get that person's energy back from anything it's hooked into because that does all the work then you're like oh Oh, like I, like it's, it's not like, oh, you just need to love yourself more. You just (laughs) like, it's like, Mm, yes, that's part of it, of course. But at this point, like the being willing to get clear, um, to me at this point in the game, it like supersedes everything because that's an act of loving yourself. Like that's an act of seeing yourself as worthy and, it's, it's from there. And this is so hard to explain. It's like, I see this with my clients on a daily basis, but it's so hard to put into words because like, you know what I'm talking about? You Mm -hmm. get to this level where you're like, Oh, I'll use social media. If I'm guided to, if I want, if it comes through me, but that's not going to be the thing that gets me business. Like that, that's not going to be the thing that gets me what I want. I already, I already have what I want. It's already mine. Like it's, (laughs) Mm. um 
So yeah, just like the commitment to being clear is, is like really important, but that's like such a nuanced and like multidimensional thing because a lot of, there's a lot of like programming out there that all those things I just described, those are the things that help you be clear. Yes. So it's, it can be confusing. Like you're in a hall of mirrors. It's like, wait a second. I thought I, I thought me doing 800 things every day was making me clear. <laughs> mm-hmm. Boom. But this is like a, yeah, we'll leave it there. But this is like something to study if you feel called to. I'm definitely excited to really listen back to this. But anyway, Polar, thank you. <laughs> thank you for having me. Of course. And yeah, go like for real. Just go connect. I don't need to tell you because you feel it. But we appreciate you guys for listening. Polar, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, y'all. You know what to do make sure you go check out Pilar's new offering. It is so fun, so good. Man, just go check this out. I promise if you vibed with this convo, you're going to love this new program. So that is linked in the description. You can also go sign up for her email list. And we appreciate you. Thank you for listening. And because listen again if you need to, because there's so many goodies, so many nuggets in this conversation that can benefit you and free you, like completely free you in so many ways. I'm very grateful for Pilar. Thank you for being in the moment and the now with us. We appreciate you. We love you. Man, just go celebrate yourself and have some fun today. All right, y'all. Much love and I'll see you soon. <laughs>